Big Tote, Avery, a.k.a. Texas Totem. Welcome to Costly Conversations. I'm super excited to have you on. You're basically an Instagram superstar, uh, <laughs> deep deep in the gun world, uh, doing some stuff. You're a shooter, but you don't shoot much? Or do you shoot all the time and you just don't put it on camera for the boys? <laughs> man, I, I shoot all the time, man. I probably hit the range every weekend, every other weekend. But, you know, like I said, I'm just a, I usually do a lot of photos, so... Yeah, I, I, yeah. Before we got the camera going, yeah. Before we got the camera going, we were talking about how uh, if someone looks at your Instagram feed, they might not know you shoot until maybe a couple couple slides later, where you'll throw up a video just to confirm for all the gun guys that you yeah. do indeed shoot and you're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I mean that that's cool. That's cool. I mean the internet's a vicious place. The gun guys are kind of kind of picky, yeah. and uh, they definitely want to see those hits. They'll eat you alive, man. So you know, <laughs> I, I got to sell hits every once in a while. So yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Well, I'm, I'm super happy that uh, you were able to make it on the show. We appreciate you making <clears> time uh, to come and talk to talk to the audience here at Costly Conversations, get into get into some of the stuff. Um, first of all, we kind of want to know who you are, uh, what you do, what you, uh, you know, your, your role in the two-way gun space, and uh, just a little bit of your story, just kind of going from there. Oh, for sure, man. So uh, I've been shooting for a while, man. Uh, probably well over 10, 11 years um, shooting. I, I really didn't get seriously into it, man, until till I, I actually ran across Coley on your page, right? Yeah. Uh, once I ran across Coley on your page, I realized that shooting could be more of a sport too, right? Yeah. So growing up, you didn't see shooting as a sport. You, you see guns, you see shooting. It had nothing to do with training, learning how to shoot better, the sport of guns, you know what I mean? These competitions, these steel competitions, all these things, you didn't see that growing up. So it was new to me. So that's what got me deep into it. That's what got me wanting to do it more. And yeah. then you look at it like Coleon, for me, opened the door for African-American shooters, right? Like for me, I saw Coleon, I'm like, he's doing it. And he's doing it on a big stage yeah. and, it's, and it's accepted. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, I, that's what I want to do. I, I want to get into it. So that's what started my journey um, getting into firearms deep. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, did a lot of training, you know, different instructors. And then uh, my wife and I, you know, after doing so many trainings and, and dealing with so many different instructors, there was a spot we felt was missing in the industry. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I said, I mean, like for new shooters like completely new shooters like i just bought a gun i've never owned a gun i got a gun i've been having it for five years never took it out the box i don't mess with it right so we realized that that was a spot in the industry that wasn't getting hit right because you look at these instructors a lot of instructors really don't have the time to step back yeah for that teaching right when they're shooting they're teaching tactical classes they're teaching all this it's hard for them to step back and and teach that beginner again right that's not really a field they want to be in so there's not many that are teaching you how to run a gun from the very beginning so my wife and i we we're like that's that's where we need to come in at that's what we need to do so then we started texas toting um it's a firearm um company 
Um, and it's truly entry level shooters. Like we, we truly want to mm. train entry level people. Um, and that was our, our target, our market. Um, so we started that in 2020 early, um, COVID hit. So it really didn't take off. Right. Mm. But at the same time, we weren't really out to jump right in the industry. We wanted to yeah. build the company up. Right. So we started like January, 2020, and we started pushing it a little bit, uh, doing more shooting, getting it out there. And then 2021 hit and we kind of started pushing for our first classes and it just took off. <laughs> yeah. uh, we went, we honestly, I wasn't ready for it. Right. Uh, it took off a little faster than I expected. I'm telling my wife, like, Hey, it's going to take some time. We, you know, so let's not get discouraged. Shit. She's like, nah, it's not going to take time. It's going to take off. I'm like, all right, well, I'm trying to soften the blow for her. Right. Yeah. Man. But she was the believer. She was the believer, man. And uh and it took off, man. Um so these first five months of the year have been really good for us. Mm-hmm. Um and our goal was always to teach one class a month, right? We got full what, we got full time. When did jobs. you when did you start the actual school? Um so we we opened the started the website and started pushing the business in January twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. So you hit right when you needed Uh-oh. to. Hit. Oh yeah. 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 And I will say the good thing about it though is COVID brought out a lot of new shooters, right? Uh-huh. COVID brought out a lot of new shooters along with what was going on in our world at the time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And so you look at that, man, you have millions and millions of new gun owners out there who literally just bought their first gun because of what was going on in the world. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of was a perfect setup, you know, and it wasn't even purposely, but it was a perfect setup for our yeah, business and what we yeah, were trying to do. You couldn't have predicted that. I mean, yeah, if, you, no, definitely. if you started halfway through the year, you almost started too late. But even even still, there's been people who, who did that, but they found great success. Now, I know you were saying that you, you guys were planning on doing it once a month. Both of y'all work full-time jobs. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I actually work in HR. I, I do nothing. My, my, my full-time job is nothing to do with firearms. Um, I work in HR. I'm like the lead HR person for a company, right? My wife works IT. She, she's been doing her IT thing for years. So our full-time jobs have nothing to do with firearm industry. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it, oddly enough, I've been coming to the realization that not everybody is... I'd say funded in the same way that Corleone is funded or Corleone Noir in the sense that this is all he does. Assumingly, he, he might do something else on the side, yeah. but it, it, guys like who are that deep in the firearms game where every, you know, every week they're going somewhere and they're doing a new training and they're filming something new. That's all they do. But guys kind of like you and I'm, I'm going to include myself in the conversation yeah. just cause, you know, um, we, we work regular jobs like regular people. Yeah. But on the weekend, Catch us at the range. Yeah. So tell me about that. I know you said you and your wife work full time jobs. You don't. You're thinking we'll do it once a month. Did that change? Or I mean, I'm guessing you're doing a few more than once a month now. <laughs> it it changed. Um, <clears throat> the demand changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the plan never changed. The demand changed. And what I mean by that is we're still scheduling one class a month. But we've had people call us and say, hey, I want to set up a private class. 
Mm. I, I got a group of people that I want to I want to set up a class. Can you do that? Oh right, yeah, you know what I mean. And so then we end up. Oh, we got a class this month. Well, let's two weeks out. We'll 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 post a class for them, right? And so that happened a few times, to the point that we ended up getting people calling like, "Hey, I want to set up um, a class for me and my girls, right? It's mm-hmm. it's eight of us." Okay, so we open up a class for them, boom, post it, send them the link, and they all sign up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So on top of our one class a month, we've gotten like three of those this yeah. year. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it yeah. kind of stretched that once a month to now two times a month, not to mention, you know, our training that we do, right? So we go to yeah. the range, do our own thing, or some event that we go to. It just all became like the last month. It's been like every weekend thing for the last five or six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of events, did you did you make it to Texas Tea Time? I didn't get a chance to go. Yeah, yeah. We went to Texas Tea Time. Um, it was an awesome event, man. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that for for those who have no idea what that is? Yeah. So um, you got this event that was post that was hosted by. Um, Puologist, uh, Miss Hero, and Doovy, right? Mm-hmm. And so Texas Tea Time was kind of like the Tea Time part came with like golf, right? Mm-hmm. Golf, you have different holes, right? You mm-hmm. go to after you finish one hole, you go to the next hole. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how Texas Tea Time was set up. So you got we have four different bays, four different shooting um, competitions, so to speak, mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> and they rotated through each one, ran the course. You know, did the timer, everything like that. So it was a it was a friendly competition for the community. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know Doovy was talking about uh, community over cloud, and he yeah. was really talk just kind of because you know sometimes Instagram, the gun world, two A people, uh, people on the internet. Period. They can kind of just clout chase a little bit, just yeah. posting pretty pictures of guns. Uh, you know, things that really they don't matter. <laughs> yeah. What really matters is you know you and me, what what, what we're doing. Oh, just yeah. talking, communicating, getting to know each other, uh, building something real. Um, so I'm, I was super, super excited to see that. I'm, I'm really bummed I didn't get a chance to go. Just uh, there's some stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it. But um, now I know you said you got a chance to go. How did that compare? Just your experience hitting hitting that versus some of the other events that you've done, and could you talk about those other events? <clears throat> um. So this one, it was, it, was a, it was a community event set up where you sign up, you and your team. Mm-hmm. Um, it was to, to build, it was, it was a communi- community building, right? Um, yeah. It grabbed a lot of shooters around the Texas area. I mean, they had people coming from San Antonio, um, East Texas, you know, it, <clears throat> and it was supposed to bring shooters out to enjoy themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, bring shooters out to enjoy themselves in a friendly competition. Win yeah. enterprises, um, build camaraderie within the community, and honestly, that's what it did. Um, it, it was awesome, man. I, I was I was glad I was able to make it out to that event. Um, and big shout out to those guys for that event that they posted. Uh, that they yeah. hosted. It, it, it was awesome. So you know what I mean. I, I can only imagine what they'll be doing with it. You know, as time comes. You know what I mean. Um, for their next event or whatever they may do. You know, yeah. in the future. Yeah, I always joke about uh, to Puologist and Ms. Hero that they are the, the first family of uh, Black 2A yeah. on Instagram. Just because uh-huh. you, you always see their family photo going around them just in their doorway, oh, yeah. just strapped up with the kids strapped and everything. It, it's iconic. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll throw it up. Maybe I won't. Um, 
But yeah, so back to back to you and your story. So you started the classes last year. This year has been crazy as well. It's really been taking off. You've been getting a whole lot of interest. Um, where where are things going in the future? Like, how do you how do you see it kind of growing? Are you going to quit your job? Nah. <laughs> I said I can't say that. I work at nah. HR. <laughs> um, not even that, man. Um, and the reason why I say I won't quit my job because it's it's not a money grab. Mm-hmm. We're doing it because we love it, right? So the goal isn't to see how much money we can make mm-hmm. teaching classes. That's why it's only one class a month because it's it's not about money, right? right? It's about doing what we love and passing our passion on to other people. That's right. So. I'll never quit my job and she'll never quit her job to run this business. Right. We, we want to keep the, our love for firearms, our love for training. We want to make sure we keep that. Right. So we don't want to get burned out doing it every weekend, doing it every mm-hmm. weekend. Oh, we doing it. You know what I mean? We don't want to get burned out with it. And <clears throat> we got three kids, right? Yeah. Some of the weekends have to be theirs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they have to have their weekends. And, and we're not going to let this jump in between family time, right? Yeah. Um, so th- it, w- it won't do that. And so as far as quitting my job and her quitting hers, it won't happen. I mean, we're not pushing it to make a lot of money. We're pushing it to reach people, to teach, and for the love of the industry. Mm-hmm. So we're like one class a month. It's not about the money. We don't care to make as much as excuse me, as much as we possibly can by pushing a class a week, right? <clears throat> yeah. We're not in it for that. So it'll never become, now I can't say that it won't continue to grow to the point that I'm doing, we're doing a class three times a month, right? right. But that's not the overall goal, so to speak. Yeah, yeah that it's makes not sense. not the overall goal. That makes sense. Um, do you teach licensed to carry courses? <clears throat> nah, I, I didn't really want to, n- not yet um but it's also something i don't know if i want to do um, sure it, it it comes with a lot right um, yeah what was that i know there's some paperwork but yeah the paperwork but really <clears throat> when you look at a license carry class right 90 percent of the people who come to license carry class never shot a gun before you see what i'm saying yeah. and so for me I, i'm not trying to host a class to give you a license to carry a firearm in public and you know nothing about that firearm. Yeah. So, yes, I, when you come to class, I can show you how to hold it. I can show you how to shoot it. I can do those things to the point that you pass the class, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the community by putting you out there, giving your license to carry your gun, and you know nothing about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the, the license to carry class is not a teaching class. They're, yeah. not, they're not teaching you. They're telling you all the negative things that come with carrying a gun. Mm-hmm. So I can give you all that. I can show you how to hold the gun and shoot the gun to pass the class. But now yeah. I'm going to give you a license to carry it. That's, that's not really my thing. Yeah, it, it, it does sound um, like a bad idea. Like if yeah. you're being honest <laughs> yeah. to say like, hey, uh, you've literally never touched a gun before. Now you touch the gun. Now you have permission from the state of Texas uh, and myself. I'm, I'm, I'm signing off on this. I mean, yeah. maybe if it was just Texas saying it, but you... Uh, big tote signing off on it saying everybody go carry yeah. uh, as soon as as soon as you have come into my class and touched the gun for the first time 
go carry. That's, yep. that's basically what you're saying. Right. Um, what I've heard anyways. But let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, license to carry because that's a big deal in Texas. Um, a lot of instructors have their opinions on it. Yeah. Um, I've talked to a couple of instructors from in and out of the state. Um, and I've heard from a few instructors in Texas and a lot, some newer instructors as well that, oh, they're kind of like distraught that um, license to carry is going away. And what they, what they verbalize like online and whatnot is that they are concerned that people, the only class that the people really would, are forced to go to and to learn something about a gun is going away. So now they'll be carrying a gun with zero knowledge. For myself, I have a different opinion. Just to tell you my opinion, I, I think it's more important to give people uh, their rights back and their yeah. liberties to carry. Um, that's just kind of my vibe. Is I, I think that we should make it. Um, we should take away some of the, the 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 crazy consequences that come away with. Okay, so you you can carry it in your car. But when I get out to pump gas, you better make sure that thing's still in your car. Because if you if you have it on you when you're pumping gas, and the police pull up just to run your tags, they're gonna get you on a gun charge. Yeah. Or say, um, you know, kids, um, say your kid goes to college and she knows how to handle a firearm, but yet maybe she just didn't do her license to carry course, or she just turned 21. Um, and now she has a stalker or, or she lives in, she's going to a school and there's been some rough stuff happening at the school. And, you know, you as a father say, you know what? I have this, this Glock, this whatever. I want you to keep it on you, carry it, at least carry it in your car. Um, but don't, you know, carry it from the car into your friend's house. Cause you know, if the cops show up, you're going to jail for a weapons charge. Yeah. It just seemed to me. It seems like it's good to give, uh, I suppose, the people their rights back and to remove one of the many uh, reasons the police can detain you and arrest you and charge you um, for just expressing your rights and liberties. However, you may have some opinions that are a little different, and I'd love to hear those. Um, Honestly, for me, I like it, right? I Mm -hmm. like the Constitution carry. Um, Mm -hmm. One... Let's take a step first, a step back. We we're not teaching for the money, right? Right. So, you may have instructors that may not like it for that reason, because if you got a license to carry instructor and they're teaching a lot of license to carry classes, that's their mm-hmm. main source of income. That goes away now. Yeah. Now we can still stay back where we're at. And, you know, you say that's their, you know, license to carry is their only class that they're taking. Taking for what? They're not learning nothing about the gun. So for to say that, well, that's the only training class they're going to take. It's not a training class. You're watching mm-hmm. videos. You're, 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 you're reading. You're, you're talking about laws mm-hmm. to not break because this is what's going to happen to you. That's what you learn in a license to carry class. So for me, and this is my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So sure. for me to say that's the only class they're taking is not good, it doesn't matter. They're not learning anything about the gun. They're not learning how to manipulate the gun. They're not learning how to shoot the gun. They're not learning safety. These are the things they are not learning in a life to carry class. Wow. Life to yeah. carry. Like you heard the phrase taxation is theft, right? Yeah. So 
paying to to carry a gun. Really? Like I, I can I can go buy one from Academy. I passed the background check to say I am legally able to own a gun. Now I gotta pay you to carry it. Mm-hmm. I saw it's like I gotta pay, you're paying for protection. And not only do you have to pay, but you have to wait because yeah. that, that that fingerprint process, yeah. uh, all that that has to go and come back, and yeah. they could take their sweet time. I'm sure they have a time limit, but for me, it it was like at least two months before I got my 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 little paperwork from the government that says, hey, you know, if you want to take this Glock and you want to go outside with it and you want to keep it on your person, and you've never been in trouble with the law, yeah. But okay, fine. We did some background checks. I've been through so many background checks in my life. I've worked with kids. I've been fingerprinted everywhere. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's exact, and that's exactly my thought, right? Like, if I am legally able to buy a gun from the store after mm-hmm. you run my background check, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have no other issues. I should be able right. to walk out and I, should, and I would say, as long as you have a, a proper holster, it don't matter. Because let's be honest, people who are getting their license to carry... They don't train. They still don't train. I mean, mean, let's be honest. How many people that have their license to carry actually go out and train with that firearm? Yeah, um, maybe once a year. You you see what I'm saying? And when I say train, I don't mean go to the indoor range, take 50 rounds, set it up, you know. That's what I meant. (laughs) Yeah, You see what I'm saying? So that's not training. But you're okay with them carrying a gun, right? Because they Mm -hmm. took the license to carry class. That tells you this is what's gonna happen if you shoot somebody running away. Mm-hmm. This is what's gonna happen if you, you know, don't de-escalate. This, like, but you're not teaching them how to use the gun. Yeah. So the the class is pointless. The the class is pointless. Like you're just paying taxation, right? Taxation. You're yeah. paying the government that money, and uh. it doesn't matter because if you bought the gun, you're gonna get a license to carry. We it, definitely it, got into it. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, it's it's so it's not. I, I, I'm for it, right? I'm for competition yeah. to carry. It doesn't matter if you got a license or don't got a license. If you're not training on a regular basis, you're just like the person who just bought the gun and don't train, right? You're right. just like the newbie, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're not training with it, so it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, man, so speaking of what to not do, what don't do, I, I came across this article uh, in one of the groups that I'm in talking about this guy who shot through a door and ended up killing somebody at his, I believe it was his place of business. Do you know much about that? Um, I read through the article. Yeah, I, I checked it out. Um, that's a tough one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's look at it like this, right? I was taught, you know, don't pull your gun and fire unless you're in immediate danger, right? Right. So if you're breaking into my house from the outside, the door's locked, you're not in yet, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna shoot through the door. Yeah. Right? because uh, and, and I only say that because you you kinda look at the position that's gonna put me in, right? Mm-hmm. Because then now I gotta prove why I killed this man on the other side of my door. And I can say I'm scared for my life, right? You might have been. You're right. You might have <laughs> been. But it's not about what you think, though. It's mm-hmm. about what you can prove. Yeah. 
So when a jury looks at that, they're going to say, well, he was on this side of the door. You were on this side of the door. The door was locked. Mm-hmm. And you shot through the door. Yeah, their mindset might have been, he might have given up and walked away. Exactly. And it would have been no bones about it other than now you file a police report. Somebody was knocking on your door. Um, but yeah, no, I... Um, it, it, it was crazy because I'm, I'm, I'm reading through this and uh, a friend of mine hit me up later and was like, hey, man, what do you think? And I was like, that's hard because yeah. it, it, the man, you know, he's a family man. Seems like he wasn't ever really in trouble at his place of business. Um, somebody's kicking in the door. Former military guy. So you, you'd think he would know something, but what? if you deal with a lot of military folks and this is no no offense to any military folks at all but if you deal with enough you know that they're not civilian law experts yeah. and i don't think there's anything wrong with saying that yeah and a lot of them aren't even weapons experts some of them they spent their entire career in the kitchen you know serving their country honorably of course yeah. so we thank them for that but you know so, so you know, somebody was like, well, he was a military guy. He should have known better to, than to shoot through a door. Well, he knows how to shoot, but God dang. Like, yeah. you think he's an expert in civilian law? And even if he is, sometimes in those moments, if you do not train and run yourself through these scenarios again and again and remind yourself and hear and just get saturated in, what, what are the laws? What are the restrictions? What are the things that you cannot do when engaging a deadly threat? And what can you do to avoid these these situations period and i I don't know that he could have avoided it um but it it is sad because i was just talking to tangy and she said um you know shooting through a door no she said something about firing warning shots yeah and he he just to clarify he claimed that he was firing a warning shot and I, i was just editing her footage today and she said if you fire a warning shot they and you say you fired a warning shot they will prosecute you Mm-hmm. There was a, a big time YouTuber uh, who somebody came to his house and started threatening him um, and he discharged a weapon, claimed that he was firing a warning shot and he's arrested. He's He's got a bail and everything. He's, he's sitting in jail right now yeah. waiting, hoping he can prove his case and not get, I think it's like five years for in, uh, neg- like uh, endangerment. Yeah, reckless endangerment because what goes up will come down and you are accountable for every single round that comes out that chamber yeah. every last one yeah I, I'm not yeah I think the biggest thing was well for one shoot through the door he, he didn't come in yet the warning yeah, shot man the, oh, the, the, the warning shot you know what I mean I mean that, that sounds like a lie to be honest <laughs> like he, you, you riddled this man because apparently he shot a few times I, I don't know I could have been re- reading it wrong yeah, nah. I, I, I mean, he must have shot a few times. I think, yeah, because you know, he said I shot warning shots. I'm like, Ugh. that's a tough one for me. I, I wouldn't shoot a warning shot, right? No, that, that I've always been taught not to shoot a warning shot. A warning right. shot. Uh, first of all, almost too expensive, right? Uh, right. I don't, I don't have, have, t- yeah, I don't have money for warning shots. Exactly, especially ones that you're carrying in your gun. They're a little bit more expensive to train around, right? So, don't talk about you know, that. But I've always been told, don't pull your weapon out until you're ready to use it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I personally wouldn't have shot nobody through my door because, you know, you, you, you think about when the time comes, it's like that invitation into the door, mm-hmm. it, you want them to come in if, if that's your goal, right? Like, right. You, you, 
I, I don't want to shoot you outside. I'm actually hoping you do leave, right? Yeah. I'm hoping you do leave because I really don't want to shoot you. Right. So, you know, shooting through the door, I, I would I would have did it. But yeah, I think it makes it even worse is if you look at the article, it's a marijuana shop that has an expired license. Yeah. I mean, now you're digging deeper in, you know mm. what I mean? Not to mention you just shot it through, dude, through your door and your license expired to sell marijuana. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, I that's mean. that's a dangerous game to play. At, at that point, like, man, he, he's lucky that he he wasn't a felon as well because that would just added it to the list. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, just... and. Honestly, I, he was a black dude, and, and personally, and I don't want to make this all about race because that sometimes it gets old. But I feel like for me, with the way I look, I don't need to be making any any stupid little mistakes to give mm. people any reason to question me, judge me, or say, "Well, he had it coming." <laughs> exactly, because that that does happen from time to time, and that that yeah. is something that frustrates a lot of people uh, in the community. Is when something bad happens. People are quick to say, well, he had it coming. He was a drug addict or he was this or he was that. And it, that that hurts. And that's yeah. a little side rant, side tangent. Kind of kind of getting back to it, though. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about um, just gun culture, period. Um, and just kind of your your place in it. I know you said you, you're instructing, um, but you're also kind of a little bit of a social media star you know like a <laughs> little bit <laughs> i mean you're, you're you're on the come up you're on the come up um why did you why did you start really like posting um i guess really dope pictures of guns i mean if we're going to be honest they're super sick like really I, nice i appreciate that uh i wouldn't say i'm a superstar not at all uh, at least that's how i look at it i, I don't mean mm -hmm. like that um it's fun man um yeah I think for me, I, I love photography, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I, I'm, I'm still a newbie at photography because I, uh, I was an iPhone guy, right? Mm -hmm. I was an iPhone guy till last year when I went and bought a camera. And, and I'm like, I, I want to do better pictures. I want to take better pictures because I've been always taking pictures. But I, I was more into the pictures part, right? So I went and bought a camera. Mm -hmm. I, I look at the gun industry, like the fashion industry. Yeah, it's ever so changing. There's always something new. You know what I mean? You're looking at Gucci guns now, right? Everybody want to deck their guns out, right? You want you want the best triggers in it, the best slides and barrels and optics and all that, right? Yeah, it's entertaining. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it looks good. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's oh, entertaining. Man. It's fun. Dude. Yeah. I buy like when I buy a gun. By the time I buy the gun, by the time the gun gets here, I've already had a plan for it, mm -hmm. right? I got a plan for it, like. But it's it's just like the fashion industry, man. It, it's ever so changing. It's 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 how you're gonna dress up this weapon. How you gonna do this? How you gonna do that? It's fun. It's 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 fun to scroll through your Instagram and just see tons of cool looking guns. Just the creativity. It's the creativity. That's and it. It's the creativity in it. I forgot which one you had posted. It was this, uh, I believe it was a Glock. It was green, and everything about it was amazing. Yeah, I was that, like, Dang. And, and that's my that's the only custom build Glock I got, right? 
but I put everything into it. <laughs> do you, do you, do you have it? Yeah. Hey, can, can we see it? Can you get the Glock out? <sighs> it's so funny though, because she was like, <laughs> I don't know, she was like, hey, uh, so are you gonna put all your guns out? Because every time you get on something, you put out your guns. Because it's like, I was like, well, I, I, people love guns, right? So yeah. somebody's gonna want to see it. I don't want to have to go get it. She's like, well, I can just grab it if you need it. So I'm like, <laughs> hey, babe, can you get the Glock out? Uh, so, um, but that Glock, man, I work with. Um, Ooh, I'm excited to see. Uh, yeah, a guy I work with, his name is uh, Jonathan. Um, he owns Stip Grips, a uh, mm-hmm. stippling company. Um, so I'm an ambassador for him. Mm-hmm. So um, I work with him on this Glock. Um, we literally started from the ground up. Everything about right. it was. So for the uh, for the for those listening via pod, could you can we talk about it in description from tip to butt? Yeah. So. We actually, we actually started with just a grip, right? Okay. That's, we grip. bought the grip, um, uh-huh. and that's all I had. He was like, what you want to do, right? He's like, what is it that you want to do to the gut? And I'm like, okay. Oof. So um, I was like, I don't know what I want. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't know. Let's, let's talk about it, right? Um, so... We sit down, man, and we, we, we worked it all out, right? So we did the grip, and so he actually has a couple of contacts with people, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, we can get the slide from this person. They make the slide straight from a, a blank, right? So yeah. I, I get on the website, and I'm like, I want this slide. So the slide gets sent directly to the painter. He sends the slide and the grip to the painter, and they paint it all up. Sends it back to him, and then he does all the stupid work on it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful so, job. Yeah. And I appreciate it. He's dude's awesome, man. The paint job's awesome. Um, yeah. So then you start looking at what's next, right? So that's the frame. That's just the frame. That, 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 is, that yeah. doesn't mean the gun's going to run, right? Of course not. That doesn't mean it's going to run. It's just going to look good at that point. Um, so as far as internals, my upper internals and lower internals are, oh, well, the upper internals is Zev, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a complete Zev internals at the, in, in the upper, and the barrel is a Triarc Systems. So the barrel is a Triarc Systems um, um, barrel. Um, I got the Harrington Arms comp on it. Um, mm-hmm. Then I, I ran across these guys with this trigger, right? You see the flat mm-hmm. trigger. Yeah, it's ultra skinny, flat face. Oh, man, it's amazing. So they're called Empire, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I started working with these guys, They um, and... I tried out one of the triggers. I bought the first trigger. I was like, man, it's probably the best trigger I've ever felt. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah. So went with Empire for the trigger. Um, and the lower parts kit is literally just a stock Glock lower parts kit. But I had to build it because this was last year and you couldn't find nothing, right? Right. So I literally built the lower parts kit. They're all OEM parts, but you I had, had to, to source them. You know, I'm yeah. having to source them. I mean, you you spending three dollars on one website, four dollars mm. on one website. You know what I mean? Like, you know, putting the putting together everything. Um, so that was that part. And then the flashlight, of course, is Surefire, and I run Delta Point. What's that? A TLR one? Uh, it's a Surefire uh, X300. Oh, X300A. So, so you got the expensive brand, huh? I, I, honestly, for this gun, it's a Gucci I, gun. I went, I went all out, like. Yeah. But I did it. It wasn't something that happened overnight, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was a five-month build almost. Um, and not, you know, sourcing parts and everything, but 
you know, the paint job and the stippling, that takes time, man. Like, yeah. it takes quite a bit of time. And so, um, I finished it last year, man. It's probably got about 3,000, maybe 4,000 rounds to it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, no actual real issues. Um, I had a couple of, you know, failures to eject here and there. And that was yeah. due to ammo because um, I was running one ammo at this point in time. And I was having all kinds of issues. Swap the ammo. Put, it, put the uh, white box. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? I was, yeah. But I had like a thousand rounds of this ammo, man. And it was just, it was terrible. And I, I knew it was the ammo because I switched, right? And I run mm-hmm. up some other stuff, 50 rounds of some other stuff, be perfect. Mm-hmm. Come back, put that in, and it was hiccup. And I was like, all right. So I just shot it out, <laughs> right? Like, I, I, you, know, you got to shoot it, right? So mm-hmm. I just shot out the ammo out, and I was like, okay, um, I won't buy that ammo anymore, right? Um, it wasn't white box. It, it was actually supposed to be some good ammo. I'm not going to throw the name of the ammo company out here, um, but uh, it's supposed to be good ammo. But I think, you know, we might have gotten a bad batch. I mean, pandemic times, yeah. something's going to slip through. Yeah, something's so. Something's going to slip through. Yeah, man. So that's my baby, man. I put a lot of time into it. Um, so it was about five months worth of building. And then after that, man, I just, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. I love it, man. Yeah, we definitely, uh, I want to make my way up there so I can at least get, get my, my two my two eyes on it. I don't know if you let me shoot it, but I definitely man. want to see it, in, see it in person. Anything I got, man, you can shoot. I, I, I love Thank it. Thank you. It, anything somebody want to shoot that I own, like go for it. You know what I'm saying? Run it. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I, I want people to. I want people to shoot it. You know what I mean? I want you to see why I like it, right? But yeah. it's not for everybody because a lot of people don't like the trigger. You got yeah. uh, to. What's, what's the weight on the trigger? Um, it's a stock. I got a stock. It's about four and a half. It's actually about four and a half pound. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's perfect so, for me. I, I don't right. like. You don't, don't like a light I trigger. I don't like light triggers. Nah, yeah. I, I don't like. You know what I mean. I will so. tell you what, I shot this Geisley. It must have been two to three pound Geisley race trigger. Yeah. Golly, I can see why some guys get freaked out when you come to their class with a light trigger. Yeah, because you might not even be trying to shoot that thing if you put your finger on it and you're not quite ready. Yeah, and you just put any amount of wet, or you burp, or you sneeze. Yeah. That gun's going off. But you know, on my ARs, I love a light yeah. trigger. Yeah. But you know, the AR though, man, it's a, it's a big really, gun. I, and it's I don't, a big old gun. I, yeah, and I don't really prep the trigger. I don't gotta stuff it in my pants. I don't gotta, you know what I mean? Right. The AR trigger. I run a Geisley AR trigger. So, so I'm slapping it. I slap it, pop. And mm-hmm. but the AR too, when it's ready to go, it's ready to go. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. AR when it's ready to go. I mean, it also has a safety on it. Yeah, if we're yeah, being, yeah. If we're being for real. Yeah. So it's uh, not the safety. You no. You ain't shoving it in your pants over and over and over. You're not drawing it. So yeah, I run a super light guys. I think it's the SSC. Something. It's super light, but it, it's the fast trigger though. So he said, I love to kit these guns out fully loaded. Oh yeah, fully loaded. Now. Now, sometimes people do get um, a little a little funny about, you know, looking at gun guys, guys on the internet who who they kit their guns out. They got the they got the plate carriers. They got the cool shades. I mean, you got all that. But that said, there there is a real element to you 
I mean, you didn't, you didn't build that gun overnight. You had to invest your actual hard earned money into that. And I assume you were in a position where you, you could do it. Um, but there are guys who get intimidated when they see, you know, the, the $3,000 guns, or in that case, maybe just a little bit less. Um, and they see, you know, the plate carriers and some of them will be like, Oh, those guys, they're just tactical, cool guys, yada, yada, yada. And the other guys, they just get intimidated and they're like, Oh man, I could never, you know, talk to those people who, who maybe not talk to those people who are maybe intimidated by the, by the image of the Gucci guns and, and the, the kits and the vest and all that. Uh, for one, just cause they got it. Don't mean they can use it. That's true. It, it it doesn't it doesn't mean anything, right? It, it just because you have all the latest and greatest on your firearm doesn't mean you can use it. I know some dudes who will grab a stock Glock and outrun anybody with anything you got. It's it's not about that, right? Um, mm. It you know, it's a a, a want to thing. It's because you want to. I used to get a lot. I man, I used to get a lot of crap about my guns, mm-hmm. the Gucci gun. The, the Gucci gun, like the red dot, right? I used to get a lot of crap about that. What you need that for? Can you use irons? Can you do this? Can you do that? Don't don't Gucci your gun out till you know how to shoot with irons. For what? I'm not going to have irons on it in a month. So I'm not going to invest all this time shooting behind irons when I know I'm about to throw a red dot on. Yeah. Right? Now, to say that, yes, I can shoot with irons, right? I can't. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, I can shoot with irons. That's not, you know. Yeah. But the point is, I prefer a red dot. It's 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 easier, right? Right. And a lot, I used to. It's so funny. Before red dots got really big, I used to hear people say red dots are cheating. If you can't shoot with irons, why are you going to a red dot? Well, some people can't shoot with a red dot. Yeah, that's true. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And my whole philosophy on it is. If you're going to, and this is me speaking, only me, okay? I'm mm-hmm. not speaking for nobody else. But if you know you're going to put a red dot on your gun, you know you want to change the trigger, you know you want to do all this, do it at the beginning. And then train with how you have your gun set up. Because, yeah, you can learn how to shoot it with the stock trigger. You can learn how to shoot it with the irons. But then when you turn around in three or four months or a year and you throw a red dot on it, you throw this Gucci trigger into it, now you're starting all the way over. Right? Yeah. If you know your gun to Gucci out your gun, Gucci out your gun. Do what you want to, right? That's like telling somebody, you don't need to throw no rims on your car. Drive it factory first. Learn how to make sure you know it runs factory before you throw rims on it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, it's to each his own. But at the same time, just because... You have Gucci guns and you have the best ARs or the best plate carriers. Doesn't mean you know how to, don't, doesn't mean you're a great shooter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those things don't make you a great shooter. Yeah. If, if you can shoot, they make you better, but they're not going to make you a great shooter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but everything on my gun has a purpose though, right? Yeah. It's my, my AR, everything about my AR, I have a purpose. Now it is Gucci out. But the purpose behind why I got it there is the purpose. But I'm like, okay, I love, I hate block triggers. Block triggers are trash. They're gritty. They suck. They're pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I'm going to change the trigger. But what trigger do I like, right? 
Mm-hmm. And why do I like this trigger? What is it about this trigger that I like? Boom, I buy that trigger. You see what I'm saying? So you're saying don't buy the name brand trigger just because it's the name brand. Get the brand that you like. Essentially, right? Yeah. But yeah. see, but see, we all learn from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I learned from YouTube. I learned from Instagram. Like you, you see a new product on Instagram, you're like, oh, what is that? Okay, let me let me get in there and see what that is. We all learn from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. Even stippling, right? I stippled my Glock because Glocks are really fat. And I my grip isn't I can't grip them well. I, I grip them, but it's not comfortable. Right. So when my, my stipple guy, he's like, what are we gonna do? He knows I hate Glocks and he knows why I hate Glocks, right? So he trimmed my grip. My grip is skinny. Compared nice. to a stock Glock, my grip is skinny so that I have a better purchase of the firearm. Uh, could you could you show show that a little bit? So, yeah, yeah I, I keep forgetting. It's funny because I keep forgetting I got this camera up here <laughs> versus just, you know. Right, right. My grip is a little skinny, right? Yeah. He, he shaved a lot of the grip down because, you know, Glock, the polymer on Glock is really thick, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot on the Glock. So, that, he, yeah, it's, it's yeah. fat. He shaved down a lot of that, took the finger grooves off, and he shaved that mm-hmm. down so that it's a... Who is that, a Gen 4? It's Gen 3. Gen 3, okay. Yeah. California compliant. Uh, so so he shaved that down so that it's more comfortable in my hands. And mm-hmm. that's what we talked about. I said, we thought, he's like, we can shave that grip down. We can take off a lot of that to make it a skinnier grip. Because if you grab a stock Glock, just next time you grab one, feel how fat it is, right? Oh yeah, and if you grab like a, I was an FN. I'm an FN guy, right? I love FNs. You grab an FN handgun, you grab a Glock handgun, and you're gonna notice how much fatter the grip is on the Glock than mm-hmm. it is on the FN. Yeah, yeah. Have you uh, tried out that new competition FN? What was it the the LS Edge? Yeah. No, nah, not you. I, I want one though. Um, I definitely want to get one. So. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't convinced until Coleon did literally two videos. Yeah. Two videos talking about it. And I was like, you know what? That might actually be a good gun. Yeah. I mean, Man, I love FNs, right? I love FNs. Yeah. Um I, I love everything about FNs, but you know, it's I mean, it's always to each his own, right? Gooching right. out these guns to each his own. If you can use if you know how to run your gun, I don't care if you run a stock gun. You got a Gucci gun. If you can run it, you can run it. And I'm not like a super shooter. So I can shoot, but I'm not one that's going to go out here and I, I don't think I'm the best shooter in the world. I don't even think I'm a great shooter, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think I can shoot, but I'm not going to ever step out and say, I'm the man, I'm, I'm a killer shooter. I can do this. I can, that's not who I am, right? Right, right. Like I, I can I can shoot. But there's a ton of people out there who will outshoot me. And I mean, ton. And I'm talking about people who got one follower, uh, 100 followers, thousands of followers. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? If you can shoot, you can shoot, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, you know, that's not who I am. I'm not like the super shooter, this, oh my gosh, she's going to shoot the lights out. Totally not me, right? Yeah. But I, I always stand behind, but I can shoot. I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm not going to be with you. If, you. if you're coming to me thinking, He's got all these followers. He's going to shoot the lights out. <laughs> it's totally not who I am, right? But, yeah, you know, but I, I will say I can shoot. But, you know, that's, you know, I, I'm not one of those that's going to be out there and think that I'm going to outshoot everybody on the range because it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. And that, that's a cool thing to aspire to. But at the end of the day, you, you just need to know that you can run your gun. That's it. Uh, yeah. The gun shouldn't be running you. Exactly. That said, what are you, what are you running for your EDC? 
I know at one point um, you were running something. I don't know if you've updated since last time we talked. Um, I, I swapped between uh, Zev Hypercomp mm-hmm. and the new um, Walter PDP. And that's probably actually Ooh. my favorite. The Walter, the, PDP. The Walter PDP. Oh, oh man, I, I saw you posting that a little bit, and I was like, man, yeah. that's a good-looking gun. I kind of kind want to try it out. But uh, it's, yeah, it, honestly, to me, it's one of the best guns out of the box I've ever shot. Because I know you used to carry a, one of the early Glocks. What was it? I've carried. Uh, I used to carry Glock twenty six. Oh, um, twenty six. Yeah. I've carried twenty six, um, and that's actually the only Glock I've ever carried outside mm-hmm. of my seventeen. Right. Yeah. I. Glock 26 was one of the first Glocks that I owned, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so actually running a Glock, this Glock 17 is the first Glock I've actually truly run. I just, I hate the way they felt in my hand. So, yeah, um, I, I didn't really mess with them. But that was so, and the Zev Hypercomp, of course, is a, a Glock pattern, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, Zev is similar to Glock, definitely 100% similar. But. You might even say it's a Glock clone. Yeah, it's the same. You definitely say that, right? It's 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 a Glock, right? Um, Yeah, but it's better than a Glock. You know what I mean? Uh, It comes with a a better trigger. Um, The grip is better. You know what I'm saying? Everything about the Zev is better Mm -hmm. than a Glock. But it is basically it's like basically buying your Glock already Gucci out, right? Yeah, this is all it is, right? But it does to me. It runs better. It's smoother. It's just the overall better gun, but you know, yeah. So, running the uh, the PDP, running the Zev, from time to time, you might pick up the twenty six, or is that is that in the box? Nah, I don't even, I don't even mess with it no more. Like you know, and, 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 sell it, but, bro. So that's one thing you'll learn about me, right? <laughs> I, I have no, I have no attachment to anything. Um, right, I have an attachment to my 17 because I built it. It has my name on it, right? Yeah, that's your baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have an attachment to my AR. I, you know, it's, it's an amazing gun, right? Everything else, psh, man, the price is right. You can have like that. And, and I do. I buy, sell, and trade a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I buy, sell, and trade a lot just because I'll get a gun. And, and I'm all about, I'm not, I'm not one to have guns just to say I got a bunch, right? Every gun that I have, I want to know I can pull it out and I can use it. I want to know that I can take to the range and I can run it for a training all day. I want to know that I like that gun, right? And, yeah. and if I shoot a gun and I don't like it, it's gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not going to sit the safe. I'm not going to say, oh, I opened my safe, man, I got 30 guns. No, it's, it's nothing like that, right? If I buy a gun and I don't like it, it's going to go on the selling block the next week. Yeah, straight up. Because there's there's a lot of guys just straight up collecting guns. Oh yeah, I, I don't you know have gun, have guns that they've haven't shot in years. Yeah, in generations it seems. And but, I would like to get there, but it, I would like to get there with guns that I like. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And right now, all I have are guns that I like. Everything else, I sell it, and and I and I sell it to find something that I like. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, man. yeah, guns are guns are one of the few investments that oh, yeah. that it actually kind of works out. I mean, you buy a car, you pimp it out. I mean, a couple of years later, it's gonna be worth basically nothing, especially if you actually drive it. Yeah, with guns, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. They hold their value fairly well, and, and you know you can pimp it out and make it more 
you know, it'll, it'll be more valuable. So, okay. I mean, golly, if you decided to sell that uh, that Gucci Glock you got, I don't know if you have a name for it, but uh, nah. if you decided to sell it. He said, no, we don't name our guns. I, I actually don't. <laughs> I, it's funny. I've thought about it. I just can't. It just, it, I don't know. I just don't name them. Um, I'd never sell it though. If I did, I, I could probably get a, a good penny for it. I'd say yeah, two thousand to possibly twenty five hundred. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. what what goes bad on the gun? Maybe maybe the firing spring. pin. Yeah, the spring like, and that's change the barrel once. Like you said, it's a good investment, and and that's how we mm -hmm. look at our guns, right? You know, let something happen to where you you need to run across some money. Mm -hmm. If you got six thousand dollars worth of guns in the closet. At the end of the day, I'm like, I really only need two. I need a pistol and an AR. I, I, you know, mm -hmm. I need to come up on some money. Something happened. You know what I'm saying? Something happened to the family or you need money. Sell it. Like my wife and I, when we first moved, you know, you got, you got to, you know, come up with all this money to move, right? Mm -hmm. Man, we went straight to the safe. Mm. Straight to the safe. Couple of grand in a week. Golly, just like that. Just huh? like that. Just in a week. Boom, boom. You know what I mean? And, and I, I really feel like they're truly investments, right? And I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm living proof because I sell a lot of, <laughs> you know, I sell a lot of my guns. So I know they're investments. Yeah. You know, so. Well, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Avery, a.k.a. Texas Totem. How can yeah. people find you? Um you can find me on Instagram, Texas underscore tote underscore um, EM, Texas Total. Um, our business is Texas underscore toting. Uh, you can find me there. Um, that's really it. On Facebook, I'm there, but it has nothing to do with guns. It's all family stuff. Instagram is all gun stuff. Yeah, Instagram is all gun stuff. I don't post pictures of my family um, or anything like that. It's, it's all guns. All guns all the time. And we like it like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give the people what they want. That's it, man. All right. So definitely, uh, yours is a page that people want to want to check out if they want to see some cool-looking guns, uh, literally all the time. And <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Of course, if you've gotten to this point in the video, if you would please go ahead and drop a like, uh, leave a comment. That always really helps out. And of course, if you're not subscribed already, hit subscribe. You know, I, I could just say share it, but you're already going to do that anyway. So I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks so much for for coming on and hearing everything that old, old Tote had to say, talking about the Gucci guns and and our, our mutual love for a beautiful firearm. And uh, thank you so much, Tote. All right, man. Appreciate thanks for having man. me, man. I really appreciate it. All right, man. All right. This has been Costly Conversations. Signing out. Mm -hmm.